mentor, and dear friend. In the last couple of weeks, those are the two terms that I've used to describe Brian Halliday. While they certainly apply, they also seem woefully inadequate. How can you describe a person who was so incredibly important to your life in just a couple of words? You just, you can't. So I'd like to tell you a few stories instead. I was 17 when I met Brian, and up until that point in my life, my entire ambition had been to become an Olympic soccer player. But I was just coming back from this reconstructive knee surgery, and that dream was painfully receding. So I'd settled on pursuing a degree in library science because I loved reading, and well, what else was I going to do with my life? I didn't have any idea, and that seemed like the most sensible option. One ordinary Saturday afternoon, I called in to answer a trivia question on Inside Soccer, which was a local talk show hosted by Brian the Doc Halliday and Brian the Mighty Quinn. I, I won. <laughs> that small victory led to a terrifying invitation to be a student guest host while the Mighty Quinn was on vacation. Now, I was a quiet kid. I barely spoke to the people that I knew and liked. So speaking on the radio to an unknown number of people, absolutely not, no way. Brian was persuasive though, and eventually I said yes. I remember walking into the studio at the Clear Channel offices with my brother as a buddy and seeing all the racks of radio gear, the blinking lights, the knobs, the dials, meeting Wayne, the show's board op and producer. That was basically it, I was hooked. And I was also pretty terrible on the air. But that didn't deter Brian from continuing to offer opportunities. First, he invited me to be a contributing reporter covering the San Diego Spirit. Then when Inside Soccer moved to a new internet-only radio platform, I was invited to become the show's producer. So freshman and sophomore year of college, I spent five to six hours of almost every Saturday afternoon preparing and engineering Inside Soccer. At one point, he suggested I host a regular 20-minute segment on women's soccer. He even invited me and Carl Hammond to fill in for the entire four-hour show when both Bryans were out of town. It was, again, terrifying and exhilarating. Brian was so well-regarded for his ability to spot potential in soccer players, and I guess that's what he saw in me, potential. A potential that honestly I couldn't see for myself back then and sometimes I even wonder if I have it now. But I did often wonder how I got so lucky when the next opportunity arrived. After I transferred away to finish my bachelor's degree, Brian remained a fixture in my life. He called regularly to check in, asking about my studies, my family, ambitions, and just life in general. You don't call, you don't write, you don't send food parcels. That was the message that I heard so often on my voicemail. He had advice, encouragement, a listening ear, and even words of admonishment when the occasion warranted. Oh, and the teasing. <laughs> there was no end to his teasing me about basically everything, which I needed because I've always taken myself too seriously and life too seriously. It's probably not healthy, and I learned to laugh at myself. I mean, how could I not when I had his boisterous, joyful laugh laughing alongside me? Actually, I want to circle back to that admonishment part for a minute. See, at the time, Brian was one of the few people that I could talk to about my relationship with my dad. Dad and I had had a really difficult relationship for a couple of decades. 
I didn't realize it then, but I had built this view of my dad as this one-note villain in the story of my life. And Brian was the first and only person who pushed back against the way I was characterizing my father. He's just a man. Brian was so kind and gentle when he said those words, but I was still angry. How could he not take my side when I had been so hurt? I've come to understand that Brian was right. My father is just a man. And in the years since, Dad and I have gone from cordial to the beginnings of a real meaningful father-daughter relationship. I'm not sure that that kind of reconciliation would have been possible if it weren't for the fine line that Brian was able to navigate, delivering truth with compassion and kindness. It was Brian who came up with the name Spirit of Tivaivai for my documentary project. Brian who taught me that I could do great things, if only because he told me that I could and that I would often. Brian showed me that I had a voice, both in the sense that I had a physical voice that could talk to people around the world on the radio and in the sense that I had something of value to share with the world. And that's why it seems right to remember my mentor and very dear friend in this way, sitting behind a microphone in a radio station studio. Have fun, be safe, and we'll see you on the radio. That's how Brian used to close the Inside Soccer newsletter. So long, Doc Halliday. I'll see you on the radio.